To all of our listeners tuning in, we will be delving into issues like suicide. So this is a trigger warning. And if you feel that this subject affects you, you may want to skip ahead or switch off right now. Hi, Zain. Hey. So we were talking about how mental health um, is portrayed in, in some pop culture, right? We talked about Dear Zindagi a little bit. Yeah. This new awful sounding film called Mental Hack, yeah. Yeah. And then you mentioned Fight Club and a bunch of other stuff. Yes, exactly. And yeah, there's some that have gotten it right and there are probably some that just did not get it right at all. And um, that's what we're going to be talking about today, just how mental health and mental illness has been depicted in pop culture over the, the last few decades that we've had film and TV and books and that sort of thing. And... Um, Yes, everyone. Welcome to the show. We are Marvel's Lost and Found. I am Zane. I'm Avanti. And we're going to be talking about how mental health is depicted in pop culture today. And we have two guests with us today, both of whom happen to be part of the Marvel's Lost and Found team, Nisha and Ujala. Hi. 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 <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <laughs> and we're just going to basically just have a chat and, you know, discuss certain films that may have portrayed things a certain way. Um, that may have been accurate and or, or books, for instance, and some that just kind of mislead audiences and maybe just, I think, more than anything, just enhance the stigma in some way. Mm. So, yes, welcome to the show. So, um, nice to have you both here with us. Um, let's actually just kick things off. I'll probably ask you, Nisha, because we've talked about this a little bit. Was there any sort of like film or book that resonated with you that kind of and for these reasons, just kind of got mental health right in some way, in um, in your opinion? Okay, so I don't know about getting mental health right, but mm. things that have resonated with me, mm. and there are so many, but I'll start with the first uh, book I read that made me feel like, oh, okay, so the, this kind, like other people, I'm, I didn't feel so alone. Mm. And that was Persepolis. So it's not a book about mental health or mental health issues. It's about one young Iranian girl and her journey from Iran to Austria, I think, during the Islamic Revolution and all the stuff that she went through at the time. It culminates in her going through a bout, I don't know if bout is the right phrase here, but like getting depression and mm. moving past it and all the things that lead up to it. But the way they portrayed her depression there was really accurate, it felt. Okay. Uh, things we've talked about in terms of not being able to get out of bed, having no motivation, not taking care of yourself physically. Right. It was a very accurate depiction there and that yeah. really stuck with me. Nice. Uh, in more recent times, Lady Dynamite is a show that was absolutely, it killed it. Like it was beautifully done in the way it did its portrayal of, I think, anxiety and bipolar. Okay, I have What I thought it. was really cool is that they did this sort of edit style mm. uh, whenever she's having an episode where the editing gets more frantic. The visual style changes to be a lot more like flowy and sort of like it's 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 just disconcerting to watch and that kind of emulates having a panic attack or mm. having something of that sort it really makes the viewer uncomfortable right and when you're watching it it's never explicitly said that the main character is having an attack or an episode but you just know because of how right. they've done it and it was quite standout so and those are two things that stuck out for and me. you empathize with that situation like you, you feel uncomfortable you do you feel if you're someone who's been through it you empathize with it and you're like oh man i feel so uncomfortable <laughs> right now for her and if mm. you're someone who hasn't been through it you're like something's wrong something's not quite right here so it 
hits the chord both ways. Nice. Have you seen um, these Ujala or? Yeah, I have actually, and there's also another show I forget the name of, which is basically about two best friends who have also written and directed it, and uh, one of them <coughs> has anxiety mm-hmm. in general, and it comes about very beautifully in the TV show because it has an impact on her life. So she basically um, is a waitress at a restaurant, and how she gets really flummoxed. Is this too broke? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> is it Broad City? <laughs> no, 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 no. I forget the name. It, it, it's like a, it's it's basically these uh, yeah and also in her personal life and how they support each other and how they are aware of what it entails and what the process is to deal with stuff like that so not only does it bring about an awareness of this being really common uh, but it also deals with it in a very sensitive way in a very matter of fact way without making anyone feel like really sorry for the person hmm. and it's funny because it's 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 relatable and it's you know they right. always say that you use humor to deal with things a mm-hmm. little more um, easily and I, I love that whole depiction nice. of what it is mm. and uh, yeah and I think a lot more um, pop culture oriented media and entertainment is now focusing on issues of mental health and they're concerned about how they depict mm. it and they don't want to get it wrong they don't want to get there S- speaking Hopefully. of which yeah speaking of which I actually want to ask you about a specific show which has been very controversial 13 reasons why yeah. I haven't I don't th- so Avanti you haven't seen it right no uh, Nisha you haven't seen it no either. I haven't I, so I haven't seen it either I think on principle because of how you know a lot of the reviews of it have been like it's a very graphic show and all of that it can and be I, quite triggering yeah exactly yeah. so I, yeah. I've consciously chosen to avoid it but you've seen it right Ujana I have I have I what have. are your thoughts on it Actually, what's been more interesting is that just recently I saw Netflix that they've actually done like a one year later thing. It's like a video where uh, they've got uh, three of the main characters to actually read out letters that they've got from people who watch the show. And most of these letters are about how they've also been through the same thing and how they felt. And some of them have been very intense letters about how one has been abused. And then from abuse, she's gone into she lost her job, she lost her family. And then she watched the show and then she felt she felt really identifiable with the characters and it made her feel really good. So these are all the letters that have come in literally a year later after the show and we have these key cast members reading it out. So I think it definitely picks up a chord and probably they've obviously been reacting to a lot of the feedback that's and reviews that have been on uh, online. And I think not so much about the show, which has been intense. And I believe during the making of the show, the dialogues and the <clears throat> the way of shooting the thing was so intense. They actually had to get animals and dogs on set so that the for cast could therapy. actually... Yeah, for animal therapy. So everyone could just calm down and just breathe and just, really? you know, okay. establish that sort of thing. So I know it was a very intense show. I've seen it and I think that um, it brings up a lot of triggers. But I also understand because they've um, focused on making it as graphic as possible. I think that's obviously worked as a great trigger for people around the world to identify because Hmm. I think a lot of the concern about these things are that people don't know how to share their experiences because they feel like they're the only ones or they feel ashamed and embarrassed. So with regard to that, I think it's important what the show has done because it's brought in a lot of uh, people Hmm. writing in about it, which I think gets a conversation going, which is important and which doesn't really... The the big book? Yeah, 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 that actually, that makes makes me think because I think a lot 
lot of the controversy was oh they're showing so much like they they talked about I think what on the show they talked about they showed the correct way to slit your wrist for example yeah, yeah. and then they showed how much exactly how much pressure yeah, you need yeah, to yeah, I see you yeah. looking at my wrist yeah <laughs> you like looking over at me <laughs> but like the correct way yeah and the it was argued that um, that if you're putting that information out there. Um, then you know there's more access to that information. Yeah, yeah but to be very that that, that that's what and that's what I'm I'm interested in because the question that's like the kind of rhetoric that people use about sex in India. Oh, you expose teenagers to sex and now they're going to have it. No, but, but, but I, it. I I think that's <laughs> and, exactly the point because yeah. they went so graphic. It touched a chord and obviously triggered off so much feedback yeah. from a lot of people who wrote in saying that this is exactly what's happened to us. This is exactly what we've been through and we identify. Now if they weren't able to do that and honestly showing stuff like that and literally making it a suicidal show or you know giving people the awareness of how to do it and the license to be very honest pop culture has seen so much of violence I mean Mm. a lot of violence exists in pop culture so So I don't even think it's relevant anymore because here at least it's used as a trigger to bring about awareness to bring about people to write back in Mm. and I just feel that that that's what Pop culture should play as a role in media and entertainment, not mm. about how much, how violent it is or how graphic it is, but mm. what is the relevance? What is it bringing back? What, how is it affecting? Uh, affecting, not affecting, but that's a good yeah, point. I, I actually yeah. kind of want to add to that. There's another um, Netflix show. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen. It's called Mind Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, so no. that so you haven't seen it? No. no, it's okay. So I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, so it's a fascinating show. Just to give you know the listeners and you guys context, it's based in the seventies in America. Um, it's just the genesis of profiling in the FBI, where before the idea was, <clears throat> um, uh, serial killers are just born evil and they're just bad they just need to be put in jail and that's it. No questions asked. You know, there's no ifs and buts mm-hmm. about it. And the main character. Um, he is a profiler. Well, mm-hmm. he he studied psychology, and so his angle is that he needs he needs to be able to anticipate a um, a felon's action so they can catch him or her before they actually commit a crime. And the FBI did not have this sort of thing back in the seventies. He was the guy who started doing this. And the purpose of that is, as I said, you begin to understand the mind of the serial killer before you know, so you can anticipate where he or she is actually going to go. And what I like about this show, the thing that actually really resonated with me about this show is that you, I developed a sense of Stockholm syndrome. Like I actually started. You liked that? <laughs> it, 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 the things that it freaked me out, but then like objectively, I was like, well, the writers have made me as an audience member empathize with a serial mm. murderer because like you learn the person's story and you learn why they are the way they are, and you kind of go, well, okay, there's no excuse for all the up shit you've done but you understand where it's coming from they're not born bred evil they were made that way for things that were beyond their control and you kind of feel bad about it but then you still so you're you're confused you're like do i feel bad for this person but they've done all this other shit like what do i do and to me that was good writing yeah. i really like that that's like the have you guys watched the fall um also like it's just a short series like a british crime drama mm. about a serial killer rapist and how they humanize mm. him so much mm. so you feel like crap mm. like i kind of like this rapist killer <laughs> that, 
that's, oh my god that, that's a, that's but uh, that brings me back to a question i was going to ask you about 13 reasons why like we have to be careful in discerning when we're viewing stuff like this yeah. uh, and also viewing uh, like the same thing goes for when we're making stuff like this so mm. for example if 13 reasons why tells you the correct way to slit your wrist but it's giving you a larger big picture is it's giving a lot of uh, traction to this topic mm. but there's always going to be that one kid who's mm. going to look at this and decide that hey now i know how to do it yeah. i mean we can argue that I mean, hey he could just google, google it, it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. we could just be like he could just google it but the yeah. thing is he's not just getting like the method from you but he's also getting some sort of like validation that hey that kid on tv did it yeah. Yeah. and i saw how it happened so isn't that dangerous and the same way if we develop stockholm syndrome for characters, for, for who, characters you who you don't are. necessarily you should have understanding for but not necessarily condone those actions no. like where do we draw that line i think uh, also hmm. i mean right now we live in a world where information is everywhere so hmm. you get chunks of crap you get chunks of relevant stuff you get chunks of what you need to make a decision and you'd get to choose mm. is this something that i would want to take away from the information i'm getting would mm. i how would i like to use this information mm. do i want to use it against myself do i want to use it against someone else and i think the internet does exactly that and i feel that um it does while the, sorry to cut you off but i think my questions more about it does that for the for the for the audience but for the person making content like shouldn't there be some more Honestly, responsibility or onus um i think because if i had to decide whether i want to shoot the scene in this way mm. or if i didn't want mm. if i had a choice not to shoot mm. i don't think i would want to shoot it in another way only because this is the truth this mm. is what happens you can't run away from it because it's going mm. to catch up somewhere mm. and if you don't get it here with reference to context of how it happens in a show like this you can it's go on youtube it's very interesting yeah, yeah but i think i think what was also said was that uh, the show 13 reasons why you know talked about suicide or should depicted suicide in quite a graphic way but uh, it also it also gave it an a story like it fictionalized it in a way that i think it was argued that made it seem um uh, cool or made it seem like it glorified, glorified it a little bit a because little bit. oh if i don't if i'm not able to connect to all these people in my life in my lifetime hey you know what i'm going to kill them and i'm going to leave i'm going to kill myself and leave all these notes that they feel shitty after i'm yeah. dead and and to oh, to right. what end like you're at the end of the day you know you're you're no longer there so i that's yeah. that's one thing that was a really big i think the biggest controversy was that a show like that was you know glorifying it But then now I kind of want to move away from 13 reasons why and I also want okay, to look Okay, before that there was uh, I don't know a few years ago there was a show called United States of Tara. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It I basically have. was yeah. So basically it was a show about this woman who had a uh, split personality disorder and she had five characters, three to five characters and the show ran for about a couple of seasons and then there was an entire campaign I remember where they wanted to air the show and continue airing the show but the network wanted to shut it down and eventually it did shut down. because i think the network wasn't very keen or happy with the fact that it wasn't getting great reviews but in terms of the show and the depiction of what is it was very very relevant and okay. i feel that today we've come quite a long way because we've come from something like united states of tara to 13 reasons mm. why we've come from depicting a woman who has split personality disorder and that not being accepted by the network or people or the audience to now depicting 
scenes of how you can actually just re- really quickly yeah so it, i don't know anything about the united states of tara or the way it's depicted what it what's now called dissociative identity disorder okay but um it could be that it was completely inaccurate the way that it presented it probably um, i don't know i haven't seen it not really i've no? seen both seasons and yeah it was pretty much a suburban family with kids and the mother and she had 3 to 5 personality uh, so identities identities yeah. and how her entire family was aware of it including her children yeah. so it wasn't like fantasizing anything it wasn't about um making something out of something that didn't really exist it, it truly did happen and i think that's the importance of context you know so when we talk about context they set it in a real time real place real family real american suburban housewife and uh, yeah so i think in the fact that there were so many people who were writing in and there was so much uh, traction about keeping the show going and how they were also involved in it and the importance of creating awareness of mental health was something i remember from this campaign right. like years okay. and years ago so i think we've come a really long way and i think it's important to keep the important things of we've been talking about you know taking away the important points from yeah. a show like um Ta- united states of tara or thirteen reasons why but i think we say that as able minded um people right now and you know i i've been in a pretty bad depression in in the past and had i possibly had i watched 13 reasons why and felt this is the answer to my problems because that is what it does um who knows right in in that in that space whether i would have been like this is it this is what i want to do yeah hmm. i get what you're saying i think it's quite dangerous in that sense it can too. be harmful to people who are yeah. actually having who are actually in a funk. someone who's not in a position yeah. to really to make, make a decision i should take this and not yeah. right yeah and that was what it was like it's a slippery slope i think for people who were unaware it was a very hard hitting depiction of what it is but for the people who are actually experiencing it it was in Triggering. some ways an enabler or mm. or a trigger mm. of some sort and that was the danger there but now um i do want to kind of also look at the indian context of some of the stuff that we have seen that has come out of bless them bollywood um <laughs> let's take let's i'm going to keep this open i'm just going to say the title okay you guys just give me your reactions okay Dear Zindagi. Couldn't even watch the movie. Yeah, even I didn't finish watching it. So I was around when they go for a walk on the beach together. I was like, if my therapist was like, let's go for a walk on the beach, I'd be like, no, please, like, please stay out of my life outside of this room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so creepy. Like they just made Shah Rukh Khan into this like um, knight in shining armor, almost, who mm. just kind of like he had all the answers, just kind of said it very, you know, casually. and then she went off and then suddenly it dawns on alia bhat that she has um uh, abandonment issues and as soon as that um that penny drops all of a sudden everyone's fucking happy and everyone's dancing around i'm like that's not how it works like that's the first step to realize why you have shit to deal with it's like oh i have abandonment issues it's all good now <laughs> well, no and i i think the way it even depicts therapy you know i think it's embarrassing did you mm. do you remember i mean therapy with your therapist in your space it's your safe space and it's that's your that is the space mm. you know between the two of you and you create that and <laughs> <laughs> To add, so you're a therapist. Do you feel like <laughs> that? 
so basically when you see um Chalkan. those scenes like of the, there's not just like one couch but three <laughs> because they're like this is therapy there are couches okay so <laughs> that and then all this walking on the beach nonsense and stuff as someone who this is your profession yeah. when you see it being depicted a certain way what does that make you feel and how do you feel that changes people's perspective on therapy do you think a lot more people were like i'll go to therapy now because <laughs> <laughs> it's really good for a walk on the beach yeah, yeah. <laughs> um actually i thought that uh, the funny thing mm. was and you know and here's the thing, i mean i feel like a lot of us in the profession and who are quite sensitized mm. to going to therapy and um you know dealing with mental health issues actually found it completely ridiculous mm. right the mm. film you know we couldn't get through it yeah. but a lot of people who haven't you know came up to me and were like you know what actually i like that it brought up just the fact that therapy is available mm. in the indian mm. indian context and i was like you know what that is that's so true, true. Yeah. it normalized it in it a way may, yeah i guess That's true. I guess maybe in some ways, yeah. I, okay, if you give it credit for just doing that, maybe the simple fact that our society just doesn't know much about it at all. Maybe this is like a step, you know, in some way, yes, like as you said, to just bring the conversation forward, mm-hmm. bring the bring forward the fact that therapy is available. Mm-hmm. But then that leads me to the next question. Um, what the hell is mental hair care? <laughs> like yeah. what is that movie? <laughs> Now, I don't understand what kind of slogan is what sanity is overrated yeah. crazy is the new cool sorry if you honestly if the producers <laughs> of this show just happen to be listening fuck you guys like really ther- sanity is not overrated you do not you do It's not, not a choice yeah, you do not man. romanticize mental health yeah. you do not try and you do not give the or- you do not keep the audience guessing about whether they have a mental illness or they're a mass murderer no you get it right like that's yeah, not that's true. True. this is culture of sort of making quirky cute mm. and just be- equating like mental illness to like a silly quirk is in, yeah. in fact uh, i think there was a, a sort of a pr event where kangana was present and then she kind of said something about how they've used the word mental to associate with madness and therefore that's their but that's like it's but that's worse yeah, yeah. That's but, like but, but that's the thing oh, this, this is kind of not speaking from the 1950s exactly. <laughs> or yeah but it just it just shows how unaware people are and unfortunately even celebrities are a part of this entire thing and that's just wrong because uh, unfortunately in india bollywood and cricket sell so these are the places where you have such associations to mental health and it's just so the, the movie hasn't released yet should we like do a quick round of what <laughs> we think the, the plot is <laughs> it's i think it's about a dog <laughs> that goes missing is it wait what yeah actually <laughs> okay fine <Yeah. laughs> i think on that on that interesting note yeah. i think we've actually run out of time yeah. unfortunately so, but i think yeah. we've got a little bit of like an idea of what some shows that mm-hmm. may have hit the mark in some mm. ways some that or some films that did mm. or some films that did not i think um there is still plenty to talk about yeah. we might um probably bring this up again in another episode mm. but um thank you guys for joining thank us you. today thank you this has been another episode of marbles lost and found thank you guys for listening if you have any questions or you want to write in about your own stories please do write to us at write to marbles@gmail.com that's w <laughs> yeah, no you're on. W R I T E T O M E R B L E S at G M A I L C O M. Yes, right okay. to marbles at gmail.com. We're all, we're all showing thumbs ups to the mics right now. Yes. yes. Bye. <laughs> Bye.